we are here, we are here, oh, we here. We here like we ain't ever been here before. Why? Because it's a new day, it's a new dawn, it's a new season. That's yes, right. Sir. What is it today? It's a good old Thursday. And I always like to start off with gratitude. You got to understand the importance of it. Um, somebody didn't wake up this morning, so I'm just excited. I'm charged up because I'm here, I'm living, and I'm sitting across from another phenomenal. You got to understand when I say phenomenal, I mean phenomenal. Uh, we're sitting across from yet another phenomenal guest right here on the Unselfish Behavior Podcast, which is the number one podcast in LA. Yes, if sir. they didn't know, now they know. We're going at my main man. He goes by the name of Mike Gray. He's yeah. in the building right now, representing North Carolina, by the way. North Carolina in the building, man. Come on now, huh? North Carolina, now we know we're here. We made it Come out on. here. Yes, you know, sir. We came here to be unselfish today. Come on man. now. Came yeah. here to be unselfish. That's man. what I'm talking about right mm-hmm. there. Now, Big Mike, you know, I before I jump into any dialogue, and you know we're gonna touch on some shit. And we are. Uh, we're we gonna are. touch on some shit. Yes, sir. Uh, I gotta, I gotta allow you to have the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get people that don't know you mm-hmm. uh, the opportunity to just talk a little bit about who you are, mm-hmm. what you do, and what you stand for. Got you, got you. Um, well, my name is Mike, uh, Mike Gray, Mr. Gray. Um, I'm from Jacksonville, North Carolina, and I'm 30, 30, born in April, April 3rd, all my Aries babies stand up. Mm. I don't know too much about all the signs and whatnot, but I've heard some good things about yeah, myself. Aries? Yeah, man. Oh, yeah, shit. man. We, we, we do what we do. Come on now. Um, but yeah, man, um, I'm from the Carolinas, North Carolina to be exact. Um, I lived in, born in Jacksonville, which was a small military town, you know, had a very, very humble beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, raised in the house with a lot of love. Uh, then I ended up moving to Winston-Salem State uh, when I went to uh, college, graduated nice, there nice. in 2017. Yeah. And um, basically from that point in time, I can say that I've been holding on to a lot of the initial morals and values that, you know, was instilled into me. Love it. Um, Good, strong background where a lot of love was shown. Um, And I took that with me. I feel like I carried that with me um, all the years. And then me being able to step out and branch out, uh, go to school and kind of realize, all right, now that I've left this nest, okay, what, who am I really going to be? Yeah. And I kept, you know, as, as, as wild as things got sometimes, I kind of kept holding on to that. Yeah. And with the world that we live in today, man, you see a lot of adversity, man. And I've always held on to the, to the bright spot that's within me. I love it. And um, basically, I've just been living like that, man. So for, for work, I'm a, I work as a mental health uh, professional. Come I'm on, a qualified, prof- qualified professional. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, I work one-on-one with a mentally capacitated individuals. Mm-hmm. And uh, basically, I, I, I work direct in-home, and I work as a bridge for, their, for them to be in the community. Love it. So we're, we're advocating jobs. We're helping them find resources and community networking opportunities to have them have lives worth that, that's meaningful to mm. them. Because one thing you learn in the mental health community, there's so many different tiers. Yeah. And sometimes nobody really pays attention to the people who are really, you know, for the people who have been outcasted, I'll say yeah, that. For the people yeah. who have been outcasted and are not looked at as people. Yeah. So um, my job uh, is really, really rewarding. And, you know, on top of my job, um, you know, I, I, uh, I'm a writer, man. I love I'm it. a writer. Come on, man. Uh, Talk about it. You know, I'm working it. on a book. Come on, book. It's called uh, Piece of the Puzzle. Come on. Which is uh, basically a collection of, you know, some, some of my epiphanies that I've had mm-hmm. over time. Um, living this life and understanding that everybody deals with frustration. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course, I wanted to make it original to, you know, for myself and not for just, you know, for everybody to read, but especially people who look like me and deal mm-hmm. with the things that, you know, we kind of come in contact with. Right on. So uh, working on that. Got my, building my brand too as well, come on, man. I like what I'm you seeing know, here. You got to B- understand it. BMBC. Come on. Uh, stands for Black Man Breaking Chains. Oh, and you see, this is like Chain Breaker University right here, man. Can you man. do that one more time and just say that name for me B- one more time? BMBC. Mm-hmm. Black men breaking chains, man. Come on now. Um, childhood friend of mine that I came up with, you know, been friends for about 20 years now. Nice. And we just looked at our lives, man. It's good having a friend to kind of like go through these paces of life with you. Oh, yeah. Because, and a shout out to Keith, man. He know who I'm talking about. Come on now. Shout out but, my man um, Keith out there. Yes, sir. Um, but um, we kind of just looked at what we've done. You know what I'm saying? We look back where we came from and you, not a lot of people take that time to really reflect. Mm-hmm. And we just... In a nutshell, it's like, bro, we've came through a lot of, we came through a lot of hardships, broken a lot of curses, yeah. and you know that's what that's all we want to do, man. Yeah. That's all we want to do, it, and it can look any kind of way you want it to look. But if you a chain breaker, mm-hmm. you know what it is to see 
the cycle operating and you know what it is to say not me absolutely not me not today yes yeah, and it's, um it's, it's a lot of us are, are raised in environments and in homes um that that portray or not portray but that get us caught up into a certain way of living which mm -hmm. is what we call a cycle mm -hmm. right so yes, uh, uh, this form of living whether it's through religion whether it's through work whether it's mm -hmm. the relationships whether it's through parenting mm -hmm. the only things i just said this the other day mm -hmm. i said the only things that we know are the things we were taught mm -hmm. And so what happens in life? I tell people life is not so much about learning. It's about the, the process of unlearning, mm -hmm. right? It's mm -hmm. like somebody put it to me like this, a good friend of mine by the name of Garen Jones. Shout out to Garen Jones. He say, what would you do, Mike, if you drank some water and you found out it was some poison in it? That's the first thing you would do is what? I'd spit the water out first. You try to get it out. And then... You know, I, I have to think to myself, I say, all right, where did I get this water from? Come on. And, um, you know, because it's easy to say, hey, man, this cup of water just really made me sick. But but the moral is somebody is trying to poison me <sighs> and I just drank some shit that can kill me. Mm -hmm. And so the first thing that I'm going to do is try to get it out of my system. system. Mm -hmm. I think and then he, he related that to life mm -hmm. and the things that we were taught within our lives. A lot of times the the limiting beliefs that 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 mm -hmm. that haunt us as adults were taught mm -hmm. to us as kids. Mm -hmm. And so you talk about the, the process of breaking generational curses, mm -hmm. if you will. Right. Mm -hmm. It's a nonstop process that seems to get stronger and harder as time progresses, mm -hmm. because a lot of times we don't stop to understand we're trying to break curses that have been a norm for 25, 26, 27, 30 years, however old we are. Four hundred of them things. You know what really I'm saying? Be, exactly. Know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And and for me, it's like understanding that that will and, and is a process. Mm -hmm. and, and that's a process that should be loved, mm -hmm. I think, because, you know, Mike, again, we live in a world, my brother, where a lot of people, they just want to reach the goal without going through the motions of the mm -hmm. process. Mm -hmm. And in the process is where we get our armor. One. Mm. Right. Yes. Yes. Man. So mm. that's where I'm at with it. And I feel that <clears throat> I feel that 100 uh, percent because I can really say that, you know, when you talk about, you know, coming up, coming up in a home where, you know, you get a certain base level set of rules or guidelines and you take that with you out into the world now i said like myself i was raised with a lot of love man i really was love it um but for me you know as i grew and you know got a little bit more exposure and really experienced the life that i know my parents didn't live i was one of those out of my initial household i was the first one to go to school i was the first one to go to college and really see life outside my own backyard mm -hmm. and i was thankful for all the lessons that my parents taught me uh, but one thing that I realize is that sometimes we lean on the word of mouth of mom and dad, and that's okay, but we have to understand that mom and dad are people just like us. Your, you, your mom and dad was 21, 22 at a point in time, and you tell, me, you tell me if you had it all together talk at 21 talk. and 22. Yes, sir. And I know, and I know better, <clears throat> but the thing is, is that if you have somebody who came before you and they laid some groundwork, your job is to sit there and say, all right, let me, let me, let me clean up these Absolutely. roads some so I can improve this, improve this ground for the next person. Yes, sir. And what, what kind of smacked me in the face was that I had this huge set of morals and beliefs that I got out and really got into the real world. And it gave me this false sense of authority mm. that I felt like I had over certain situations. And then I found out it don't work mm. that way. And for a lot of people, it can be really, really difficult to, to be in that space because let's say, let's say, you know, in the, in, in the, in the South, you know, Christianity reigns supreme yep. and that's, and that's fine. You know, religion is, it's you cool. know, religion is cool for who part. it plays its purpose. Yeah. And the thing is, is that, you know, the whole the whole scripture of faith without works is dead in a sense is that people have painted this picture that, hey, you know, somebody is here to save you and do the work for you. And, right. and you know, when you walk around with that false sense of authority, I'm going to just pray about it and I'm going to leave it alone. Mm -hmm. It don't work like that. Mm -mm. It just don't. And it's the same way when I feel like um, even people developing a false sense of authority with even the way that they feel that they look. Like if you, if a if a woman looks a certain way, wisdom. I hope y'all listen. If a woman looks a certain way, break that way, down for me. And let's say you know she's beautiful, she's attractive. You know she has all the right features on, that Mike. you know men may may physically desire. Yes, I am. And all her life, let's say she's been this way since 13, 14, and she's been developed. She's been a developed young woman. In her eyes, men have given and thrown themselves to her time and time again. So in her mind, 
She does not have to work on the value of who she is internally to get anybody else to be in front of her. Where you find? You know, you know what I'm saying? Brown I'm Rich. Saying. You got to understand who this is in front of us right now. You guys are very familiar with Brown Rich, aka Jazz. That's my queen. This is her king right here that's mm. talking. It is. And you know yes, what? Sir. You know, while you're talking, I'm thinking to myself. I look back at my sister and I say, "Where'd you find this, brother?" But it's truly a testament to attracting you. <laughs> In relationships, you track versions of yourself. And so you have to understand the importance of that. Wow. I love how this man just yes. broke that down right now. Because yes, you, oh man, I never even viewed it like that from a woman's perspective. Mm -hmm. She's so, the, the only sense, and I think me and Brown Rich talked about it a little bit too. Mm -hmm. The only sense of self-value and worth mm -hmm. she's ever heard has been centered around her body. Mm -hmm. And so she's now crowned her beauty mm -hmm. as her body and her looks and her face and her hair and this and that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no ma'am, that's an aspect to just, beauty just one that's one aspect one. to beauty mm -hmm. but if you have a fucked up attitude a fucked up mindset a fucked up perspective you're constantly well, we, then you, you can't you're really, gonna attract it you're gonna attract that you're gonna attract yeah. it so i don't really believe in women ain't shit i don't believe that either man Men ain't shit Me either black men ain't shit mm -mm. black women ain't shit what the mm -mm. fuck are you talking about when are you gonna stop and realize, dummy, you're perpetuating that the damn problem. You ain't shit. Mm. So you're attracting people. I gotta talk to the people right now, gotta Mike. I gotta them, talk man. to the people right now because they tuned in. Mm -hmm. You're attracting what you are. Mm. This is for me, and we about to touch on relationships right now because Mike bringing me up. Yeah, he charging me up. I don't know if it's the bang. I don't know if it's Mike. I don't know if it's the bang. I don't know if it's Mike. But I'm charged up right now, and, and I have to say this because it's mm -hmm. so pivotal. It's so important. You attract what you are. You don't attract what you want. Mm -hmm. You don't attract what you want. You attract what you are. Mm. Now we talk about my journey real quick, real brief, Mike, because I got to get some more intellect from you because yes, you're a brilliant man and you know exactly what the hell is going on here. For me, I've been engaged two times. I'm 29 years old now. Just turned 29 last month. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Capricorn season was here. Mm. It was in full-fledged effects. They, they I gotta around. Say I got to say that. You mm -hmm. know, I got to say that. Yes. I got to say that. Yes. I gotta, Go ahead. Mike, I got to say that. So <laughs> what I'm saying right now is this. I've been engaged two times mm -hmm. at 28. I was engaged mm -hmm. 28. Boom, boom. So, at some and they both ended very, very similarly. Mm, mm. I attracted the same person with different names. Oof, I know what that's like. I attracted two situations very, very similar mm -hmm. with two different bodies. Mm -hmm. I stopped everything after mm -hmm. the last one ended, and I said, I'm not dating anybody or mm. entertaining anybody until I'm ready to attract who I am. Mm. And right now, I'm not ready to attract who I am. I said this about four years ago. You got to know. And I said, I'm not ready to attract who I am. Mm -hmm. I have un, uh, unaddressed insecurities. This is at the time, four years ago. Mm -hmm. I looked at myself in the mirror and I had the ability to be aware of my insecurities, be aware of my traumas, be mm -hmm. aware of the things I'm not bringing to the table. What type of energy am I putting out? Is it a desperation energy? Is it mm -hmm. a confident energy? Now we're talking real because yeah. the biggest issue that people have is the ability to look at themselves and to be transparent with mm -hmm. themselves. Mm -hmm. You cannot go out here and fake the funk and, and act like it's their issue every time something mm -hmm. goes astray or if they cheating on you or if they doing it. Bro, you attracted that. Sis, you mm -hmm. attracted that. You, you know accepted I mean? it. You accepted it, You but, but most importantly, you attracted it. Mm -hmm. And then you may think to yourself, well, I'm not cheating. There is an aspect about you that's unsure about mm -hmm. yourself and your partner will subconsciously pick that energy up and move and accordingly. with it. Mm -hmm. So for me, I was ready to stop dating, stop entertaining, and I said, you know what? I understand how the universe works now. Mm -hmm. He gives you what you are in mm -hmm. every single aspect. 1, so Big Mike, I said, I don't want to date anybody until I've mastered the art of dating myself. Mm -hmm. Until I'm okay with being alone. I'm sorry, not alone. Uh, yeah, alone until I'm mm -hmm. okay with being because it's the difference between being alone and lonely. Mm -hmm. I tell people it's a huge difference. Like yeah. I fell in love with being alone. Mm -hmm. I fell in love with giving myself things that I was constantly looking you found, for. Other, you found solace. I found solace. Mm -hmm. I found solitude. I found a, a peace within myself without other entities being involved. And I knew once I found that. Nobody that could take that. Nobody can ever take it away. Mm -mm. I can't stand when people go into relationships and they say, you complete me. Mm. Uh, can we break that down? Listen, listen. Hey, no, no, no. Can we really unpack that? Because you complete me indicates that I'm not full without, without you. you. Mm -hmm. 
two individuals mm-hmm. that are full together they'll never be it's empty, an overflow man. of love they'll never, they'll be, never empty. be empty mm-hmm. no one will no one person will be taking more than the other mm-hmm. it will constantly be that big r word i call it reciprocity yes yes you have to have reciprocity in a relationship so for me i want to go i want to dive into this with you big mike mm-hmm. obviously we two black brothers we two black young brothers in relationships with wonderful queens yes and that is not uh, I'm not going to say it's not normalized because I do think it's normalized, but it's not a big enough it's not a big enough light shined on that, mm-hmm. and we're going to shine some light on the on, on the we on the importance are. of that right now. Mm-hmm. What's kind of the blueprint, in your opinion, um, in regards to having a healthy, long lasting relationship at this age? Two people that are clearly focused on individual missions and goals. Mm-hmm. What's the key, do you think, Mike, for people out there listening? Um, to having a long-lasting and healthy relationship? 1,000%, man. Um, so for, for long-lasting and, and healthy relationships, especially in this day and age, um, the first thing, one of the things that I feel like people need to embody most is understanding. There we go, Mike. You got to think about how you feel in this moment, and you got to understand that everybody is dealing with life just like you. Yeah. They may not be dealing with the same realities that you're dealing with, but they're dealing with the realities within themselves. Yeah. So everybody's not here to fix you. Yeah. Like that's the thing. Nobody's it's not their here. Job. Nobody and it's it's not their job to fix you. So one, stop coming into situationships looking to take. So many people come no, but you, in. You have to say that again. Stop coming into situations with people looking to take with your hand out. When I see people come up with when I, if a woman was to approach me with her hand out saying when you going we can stop talking right now. Immediately, we can stop talking because we don't. Our, what you see in me is it's not you. Yeah, we don't. We don't reflect those same values. Um, and another thing I say is uh, communication. Come on, communication is. I know you say communication. People say communication is key all the time, but um, you got to understand that there's there's levels when it comes to this communication game. Come on man. now. Um, there's what I realize is that uh, the realer I got the more I was able to realize who wasn't able to keep it that real. Mm. Because there, there are so many people saying, I don't lie, I don't do things, but let me ask you this, do you omit certain truths when you're telling people about yourself? Come on now. You may not have lied, but did you tell the whole story about, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm single, like, you know, you know how it goes. If girl hit you, you single? Yeah, I'm single, <laughs> but you know you, you know you got to line up. Yes, you sir. know you got to line Stop up, playing. man. Stop you know playing. damn well you got to be able to say, listen, listen right I'm, you can say I'm single and I'm dating, and that you can part. let somebody know what's going on, but I feel like the more realer I got with myself and getting past, getting, let me rewind a little bit. Okay, so interesting, similarly to you. Yeah. You said you was engaged? Yes, sir. Well, when I was 20, um, I got married to uh, my high school sweetheart. Yes, ma'am. Um, met her at 17, very organic. You know, it wasn't a typical social media thing. Right. Um, this was more so of a, hey, I seen you, you seen me, you know, let's rap. Understood. Um, at a young age, knowing the limited amount that I knew, um, you know, we, we fell in love. And I don't want to say that it wasn't. But what I will say is that you can only love someone as deeply as you love yourself. So if you don't know the layers and the everything that comes with you, you don't even know how to uh, find somebody who is in alignment with you because right now you're, you're just winging it. And that's what comes with youth, man. That's what comes with youth. But that's why, you know, that's why it's so important for us to pour in and give back. Yes, sir. But having that time to, uh, you know, date somebody. And I was I was really with it. You know, I, I saw the example set by my peoples. And, you know, my mother taught me and my father taught me, you know, women aren't a thing to be conquered. You know what I'm saying? They're, yeah. They just deserve respect. And I always kind of carry that respect. I have, I have three sisters. Love it. You know what I'm saying? So I was raised around a house with a lot of women. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I got back out there um, to really see what was going on, I had gotten engaged and, you know, we got married. We married for two years, man, uh, yeah. from 20 to 22. And basically, thank God it didn't end bad, but it, it ended with that, that whole sense of, you know, we kind of hit a ceiling. You know, when, you, when you're growing up, you hit that ceiling of trying to figure out, okay, what's next? We realized that who we were, who we were becoming was not good for each other. So we went our separate ways. So me getting back out there, I took a very observational standpoint. I didn't want to go out. I had just gave the previous seven years of my life to somebody. Yeah. So I didn't want to go out here and just jump inside this dating game and start right. giving stuff away. Right. So I told myself, hey man, take a back seat, mm-hmm. be very observative mm-hmm. and you know, Give some time for yourself. Yeah. So what I did was 
throughout that time of me, you know, being, you know, you call it a bachelor again, I wanted to really see who I was. Yeah. You know, analyze talk, yourself. Talk to it. Talk to a few different women and whatnot. Um, but the thing is, is that I was such a one woman man beforehand. I really didn't know how to do much. Right. It's new. It's new waters. It's, it's, it's newer yeah, waters. Yeah, yeah. So, like I said, I, I got to school. I went back to uh, Winston Salem State. Yeah. Um. After excuse me, I was married for two years. We divorced yep. in February of 2012. Yep. I ended up going back to school, Winston Salem State, in 2014. Okay. At that point in time, that's when I was I was a little bit more knowledgeable at this time. Yes, sir. So I was exposed to a whole a whole wave of different people, different women, different energies. And this time around, it was like, no, we're not jumping in head first. There we go. We're going to take a look around and see what's going on. That's awareness from mm -hmm. based off experience. Based off experience. Yep. And, I, and I had my fun. Don't get me wrong. Absolutely. I had my fun, but it came to be a certain point, like you said, you, especially when you hold yourself to a certain moral standard. Come on now. When you keep going through certain cycles and you see people get hurt or you see certain people become affected by the kind of relationship that you've had. You got to sit there and say to yourself, I don't want to do this to anybody again. Yeah. I was as honest as I could have been in a lot of situations, but I still saw that it was still hurting people. Absolutely. And I say, you know what? You know, a few more years of development, hit that age at about 27 when I was getting ready to graduate. Beautiful. I was getting ready to graduate from college and I told myself, hey, you already know what's on the other side of these doors, bro. Yes, You've sir. been, because before, because I went to college between 07, 09, mm -hmm. did a stint in the uh, Marine Corps. I got medically discharged early. And then I did a two-year stint in nice. the Fayetteville Fire Department in North Carolina. Gotcha. So I know what the real world was like. And I knew that, you know, me going to school and having my fun being, you know, me, you know, Mr. Uh, you know, being the bros, being a Q, being uh, active on campus, nobody was going to care about any of that once I left. I knew that. I knew that for a fact because gotcha. I've seen it for myself. Gotcha. So I said, what am I going to stand on? What am I going to really stand on? What kind of person do I want to be to dictate the rest of my life? Gotcha. And if I knew I wanted to, I knew I wanted the companionship of a woman in my life. I knew I did. But the one thing I knew was that similar, like you said, you wasn't going to do what you did again until you knew That's things right. was right. That's so right. I had to go on a bit of an exodus yeah. in which I kind of had to really eliminate things and really find my value within myself. Got you. And over time, when I started to be more active in saying, okay, I want to bring somebody into my life. I was very, very objective about what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And what I did was I had to start saying no to things I wasn't saying no to before. That's right. So whereas if a woman wanted to kind of hang out and just casually kick it and do a little extra, even though I could, sometimes it's not about what, what you do. It's about what you're willing to say no to. Come on, it's about what you don't do. And so Come on. in a way, I had to continue to tell myself no from those things that weren't representative of the love that I was trying to build for myself. There we go. And so once I really passed some tests that I knew I needed to pass to say, all right, you ready? Um, and it was crazy because I felt like I had just eliminated one. I don't say eliminated as if I just, you know, pushed this woman off my docket. But I told myself no to somebody who I would really say yes to. Mm -hmm. And then after I did that a few days later, I, that's when I saw my queen, you know, pop up. You know, on the right random, on the, on the random yeah, feed. Yeah, smile like a motherfucker. And I told myself, you know, because I said, I, I, after running a couple of situations before, I told myself, hey, man, I'm not going to, I'm not sliding in no DMs no more. I've done the social media thing. I'm not doing that no more. But you, you know. You get to a certain point, too, Mike, to where it's like certain routes <clears throat> for even entertaining women. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to say this very, very clearly. I need people to hear this. You have to even pay attention to the route that you're taking to meet your woman. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're in a certain environment, for example, you've had your wild, I would call it my wild boy season. Mm -hmm. yes, you, you've had wild boy season. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking for wifey in a party where I'm holding her up over my face, acting like I'm beating her pussy. Like, nah, it's just I'm not, not I, like, I more than likely, this I is not the woman I'm going to marry one day. I can't sit here you and say I'm going to do saying? that. Yeah. Like, that's just not mm -hmm. where she going to probably be at. Mm -hmm. you, and, I, and that's no disrespect to anybody that's in their current wild boy mm -hmm. season or hot girl summer, whatever the fuck y'all want to do. Mm -hmm. Hey, power to you. We've all been there. Mm -hmm. But what I'm saying is, you. what I'm hearing you say is, you started to realize that there's certain ways and there are certain roads and avenues that you knew you wanted to explore that you've never explored before mm -hmm. but in order to explore those roads and avenues you had to make sacrifices you had to reject people and things mm -hmm. and temptations that mm -hmm. you were not currently willing to to mm -hmm. reject and with that rejection and with that uh intention that's because that's just a man being intentional mm -hmm. really mm -hmm. um came the reward yes yes and I, and i will say that and 
I was the type, I'm the type of dude, I feel like, for me, only because, you know, I feel like I'm a self-aware cat. Yes, sir. And, you know, a lot of times I can see things coming. And I was telling myself, like, man, like, bruh, I'm not doing another social media sliding in the DMs thing. You've done it before, but the thing was, I had one mutual friend with, 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 with Jazz. Yeah. And I went through that contact, and I said, you know what, tell me about it. What, what what does she stand on? What kind of morals? Now we asking you know the saying? right questions this yeah. time around. Because I, I wasn't going. I was because I was already going to slide. So I'm like, I'm not going to just slide frivolously. You gonna slide some, with intention? Slide with intention. My man. brother slid in there. You gotta with slid intention. with intention, man. You telling me my brother slid up in that you, thing you, with intention? You can answer the DM. You can answer the DM. <laughs> Come on. You can answer it. Come on. But if his intentions ain't right, you got to be able to sniff it out, man. You got to be able to sniff it out, man. Because you know what I'm saying. Look, because mm -hmm. we talked about the ability to see something on the surface opposed to something internally. Beautiful women get their DMs slid into all day long, Every especially day. if they single. So mm -hmm. what's going to be the difference maker between Big Mike, the Q-Dog, mm -hmm. doing his thing, yes, hopping sir. in that DM, uh -huh. trying to see what's going on. She's going to mm -hmm. obviously go to your page, scroll up and down, say, oh, this she gonna look about a little she, bit. You know what I'm saying? She's going to look. She, she, look, she see yeah. Wild Boy season. Yeah. Look, Mike, she, she sees Listen, what I'm doing. She sees my man traveling with his brothers. Wild and all that Boy stuff. season huh? was in full effect Come once on. upon a time. <laughs> I just want you to know. I had to live it so I could get rid of it, Come man. On now. I had that to. Part. I, I got to be able to tell the young brothers out there. That part. Listen, man. This this is not. I did it. That's you know it. what I'm saying? Nobody respect nobody who ain't been there. The jersey, Show me nigga. the t-shirt, bro. If you've really been there. That's it. You know what I'm saying? But, That's it. You know, it was it was it was cool that I could go through that just so I could really tell them that yeah yeah the the glitz and glamour of that might have been cool but man but this is real gold this is this is more valuable than gold right yeah, here man yeah, yeah. what what I what I've been able to build has been more valuable than gold. And what I can say is it's due to a lot of communication. I know I said it a while ago, but I bring Talk it back. It again. We got to communication, we bringing it back because, <clears throat> you know, initially when I was trying to find my way, when I was more when I was more reserved and got myself together, I tried my hand a couple of times just to speak to a few different people. And what I realized was that, you know, kind of how I said people aren't ready to go, but so deep with you. Um, I realized when it came to being able to communicate it had to be raw. It had to be. It had to be foundational level communication, mm. because there's a lot of times. How many times are you hanging out with somebody and she, she, he or she might do something that kind of. I don't say it's a red flag, but it kind of you know pinches you a little bit. Been there. It makes you look a little bit. How many times do we not say anything? Mm. And in that moment, I feel like that is you in a way neglecting yourself if you don't speak up I for agree. yourself 1, just to find out what's going on 1, because you're going to blindly lead you're going to blindly lead yourself into a situation where you you ignore certain things that you just shouldn't ignore and honestly those things that we are ignoring if we explore them they can be keys and gateways to a whole new level absolutely. of love and life absolutely you know what I'm but you got to give yourself a chance to absolutely. to explore you have to build up that confidence you have to stop telling yourself if i ask she ain't going to be interested in me no more well, if you yeah. ask her, if you tell her about something that's meaningful and important to you that, you know, that may have, you know, something that she have done that may have affected you. If you never tell her, then, bro, how, how special can the situation be? Absolutely. How many, how many adventures can you say that y'all have gone that's on? It. Adventures just ain't going on trips and, that's you it. know, going to, on, Mike, to, talk to, to, the to the DR. Come on. That's not just the adventure. The adventure is taking that risk of being like, my God, my feelings are built up for this woman. I feel a way. If I reveal certain pieces of myself to her, is she going to stay? But you got to give her a chance to show that she's that person for you. You got to give him a chance to show that he's that person for you. But at that same token, if you give him a chance to show, he can also show you that he's not. Absolutely. In the same token, he can show, she can show you that she is. She can also show you that she's not. And act accordingly. Mm. When, when, when people show you who they are. Believe it. Believe it. Mm -hmm. So if you see something that you're not too fond with and y'all can't address it as a collective mm -hmm. and they treating you like it's not an issue. Like it's not a thing. Then this is not for me. You don't care that Because much. now you're putting. You're, and this is what I was going to ask you. Let's just transition what we're talking about into mm -hmm. the question I was going to ask you because it's both in alignment. Yeah. You talked about your past. Every single person has a past. Mm -hmm. People have a habit of having very selfish mindsets in relationships mm -hmm. and feeling like they can hold your past against you, mm -hmm. but at, meanwhile, shoving their past in the closet like they don't have one. And this is for people out there, I think, in relationships that are unintentional. Mm -hmm. You know, and again, I always, when I'm talking, I try to listen from the perspective of the listener and try to give them gems for people out there, mm -hmm. that, you know, so on and so forth. So how do you kind of address, like, how do you address, for example, in your in your situation, mm -hmm. you have people that's a part of your past that'll try to pull your ass back. Mm. 
Mm. Knowing you in a relationship, yeah. mm-hmm. knowing that you're not that person anymore, mm-hmm. knowing, like like you have people that's a part of your past that'll offer that that'll that'll invite you to some shit mm-hmm. that they know damn well is not even in alignment with the man you're looking to be anymore, mm-hmm. but they'll do it anyway. Mm-hmm. How do you kind of create those boundaries between your past and your present? Okay. Um, it's well, a good question, I'm like, yeah, great question, damn, man. Question. Great question, huh? man. I do my thing. Yes, sir. You're huh? doing on, your man. thing, man. You're making, you making, you making the wheels turn, man. I do what I do. The wheels turn. Come on now. I'll honestly say, man, to to create a healthy boundary, you got to really be, you got to be comfortable. I don't say comfortable, but you have to be knowledgeable and very, very rooted in the direction that you feel that it is you're going, and to understand that you know when I go right. If I have a if I have a friend that's trying to pull me left or judging me or ridiculing me for not going left, you could just say, "Hey, bro, you ain't got to go left with me, man." But I still love you anyway. Yeah. But if you want to ridicule me and tear my character down, bro, then we are not really friends. Yeah. And we have to either talk about it or I have to accept it. Yeah. And um, I can say honestly, for me, it was a blessing because I had such uh big I don't say big gaps of um transitions mm-hmm. but the one thing about me i always kind of led with respect even when i was out here in these streets i um was i tried to be very respectful and direct about how i moved and for me fortunately that kind of played a part into uh when i did go on my exodus whoever i was dealing with at the time i had built a decent enough relationship with for them to respect it but moving forward when i anybody i had came in contact with afterwards you know they, I had built such a palette of love and such a, a, a palette of foundational respect. Once I did move on, nobody really tried to pull me back. But for the people who, I have had a couple messages that you know have come in and you know tried to make a swaying decision one way or the of other. Course. But I honestly, I'm gonna keep it hot. When you when you you have to be able to look at it as though you're basically working and you're giving your life to create a new life. For that's yourself, right. you know, right. to, 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 to evolve and be better. And anybody who tries to snatch that out of you or tries to teeter with that, in a way, it's a, it's a sign of disrespect. You it's a sign that. of disrespect. You better say that. I know damn well you just did not disrespect me mm-hmm. by offering me some shit that you know I've already cured myself from, I've already healed from. It's kind of like, you know, drug addict perspective. It's like, yo... My main man, if you know I used to be addicted to a drug wow, and you're offering you me drugs, me, big dog, or even having me mm-hmm. in an environment where people are doing it, you mm-hmm. ain't got no respect for me. You ain't mm-hmm. my friend. You're not somebody I could trust. You're not somebody I could hang with. Mm-hmm. And so for me, a part of my journey, especially being with my queen, I've had to find myself constantly making adjustments with people that's used to me operating in a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, yo, yeah. the single queue, three and a half years, of course, I was on some self-awareness stuff. I was on mm-hmm. some self-discovery stuff, personal mm-hmm. development, the whole on but at the same time yes i am a man being transparent Mm -hmm. i had needs i had women i was dealing with i Mm -hmm. had you know i'm living by myself i had certain people and entities Mm -hmm. that you know i dealt with and by the way i had certain friends of mine who knew that Mm -hmm. right and so once you once you make a decision to go a certain route Mm -hmm. you have to be aware of that your friends or your associates mm-hmm. may not all be in agreement with the route you're going in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It'll and tell you a lot about yourself. Right. If you, if you inspect each one of your friendships and look at what is built on, look at everything objectively. What brought us together? Facts. What do we do together when we're hanging out? Is this conducive to the person I'm trying to be there we go. right now or there we for go. my future? There we go. And if it's not, you have to be real enough with yourself to either one. It's a, it goes back to that thing where you have to open up your mouth. Yep. And give somebody a chance to either, hey, they're going to respect your words, they're going to respect their boundaries, or they're not. Yep. That way you can move forward with good conscience, good heart, and you don't have to go back and think, man, you know, me and Dog was tight or me and Shorty yep. was tight. No, Shorty was tight with who you used to be. Facts. Dog was tight with who you used to be. Facts. I said, I made a post the other day, Big Mike. I said, stay away from people that... Uh, that attempt to bring older versions of yourself out. Mm. And that's so key for me, dog. It's, nat- it's, 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 it's so nature, bro. Me, it's nature for, for people to naturally want to, cause you know, and I, the term misery loves company is so true. It's fact. It's so true it's fact, because, bro. because you'll look at, you'll look at people celebrate the demise yep. of, of, of somebody's relationship, 
just because, you know, just because maybe my life is in shambles right now and it feels good to look at somebody make an ass of themselves yeah. on reality TV. Yeah. It feels good to see it and know that, hey, at least, at least that's not me, mm. you know? Hey, look, when you got something good, I've been experiencing this shit. Mm -hmm. When you got something good, I'm going to say that three times. One more time, man. When you got something good, dog, mm. Mm. and you blasting it and you putting it out there, mm. And you allowing people that don't may not that may not have it as good in their situation, mm. and they hanging around y'all energy, mm. that can create a little something energetically. It can. That can create. That has the potential mm -hmm. to create some jealousy. Mm -hmm. That has the potential to create some animosity. Mm -hmm. And whether it's spoken about or not, energy is un unquestionable. Yeah. You it's, can't. It's his own language. You man. can. You can. You can feel when somebody is not right just being around a happy and peaceful couple. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 1, and one thing that I got to talk about, man, this mm -hmm. is why I love this fucking podcast, because mm -hmm. we literally have no cap on what we're able to talk about. And you're doing a great and, thing, man. Come on now, we have to. Mm -hmm. Come on. And, and for me, we have to be very aware of something, especially as men, Mike. Mm -hmm. My dad taught me this since I was a little boy, and I never really understood it. Never really understood it. Don't bring your girl around unhappy homeboys. Mm. So, mm. for example, mm -hmm. you know your homeboys that's constantly complaining to you about their life, mm -hmm. their relationship, their perspective on women. Mm -hmm. You bring your happy ass, go lucky ass, you and your girlfriend around <laughs> that miserable ass homeboy, you better believe that his intentions may not be as pure as you may want them to be. Oh, man. And so for me, I just peep shit. Mm-hmm. I peep shit. I see shit. We, 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 you know, especially me and you talking now, I can feel very, very clearly we're men with intention. Mm -hmm. It's very, very hard, very difficult to hide things from men with intention mm -hmm. because every move is calculated. Gotta be. Even having you around me is calculated, calculated. because mm -hmm. every move that I do has intention behind it. I said that to my sis when I came in here with the damn jacket. Mm -hmm. Right? Every move that I do is intentional, Everything. whether it's spoken about or not. So if I'm inviting certain people, it's because I want to see how you operate in these environments 1, in order to see if I want to move forward with you as whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, a lot of times, if not all the time, mm -hmm. I sit there and I just peep shit. Mm -hmm. And I say, hmm, now I know what adjustments to make. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to take it personal. I'm going to put, put you in an environment to reveal who you are. Mm -hmm. See, for example... Everybody wears a suit and talks their best language in a job interview for 30 minutes in order to get the job. Mm -hmm. Every single candidate is going to come in here and do the same exact it's fucking thing. thing. Mm -hmm. They're going to talk about their greatest ventures. They're going to talk about their greatest accomplishments. They're going to speak way in ways that they don't motherfucking speak on a daily basis. They're bringing out their best dress. They're bringing out their <laughs> best suit because they want the job. They want it, man. And I'll never forget what a good friend of mine told me. She said, Q, this is Elena Love. Shout out to Elena Love. She said, Q, you're the light. Your energy is light. Mm -hmm. I can say the same thing about you. Just talking to you for a few minutes. It don't take me long to feel energy. Same thing, my brother. You know what I'm saying? Same and it's thing. like when you're light, you attract everybody, mm -hmm. negative and positive people. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to be around you, but you have to have discernment mm -hmm. enough to be able to know what their intentions are in wanting to be around you. Are you an energy mm -hmm. sucker? Are you are you empty at home? So you just want to be charged up to fucking King you, Q all day yep, and his positive mm -hmm. energy? You got to like, know. Because if that's the case, you're going to drain your boy. Mm -hmm. And I ain't got time for that. So mm -hmm. I, I say it's very important for us to understand not everyone's morals and value, not, not everyone's values and moral compass is in alignment with ours. And sometimes mm -hmm. that takes time in order for people to reveal that. Mm -hmm. You can't see that initially. So, for example, the analogy with people going to job interviews, mm -hmm. you're not going to know what somebody's work ethic is like until you put them in the field. That's right. That's right. You're not going to know what that consistency is like and if they on time to work until they start working. Mm -hmm. You can't see that before you hire them. Mm -hmm. You can't see that before you make the decision that you want them to work with your company. Mm -hmm. You have to put people in positions to see what they about. Mm -hmm. And that is something I feel as though I have mastered. Mm -hmm. And that's why I am extremely particular about the people who I have around me in my personal life. Yes, sir. Because I've experienced it. Mm -hmm. I'm talking close homies, dog. Big Mike, I'm talking homies like bros, like nigga, real, real Bro, bros. I know. To where it's like, yo, you my dog, nigga. 
I mm. know you ain't over here on some sneaky deaky freaky deaky shit mm -hmm. with my girl. Mm -hmm. Like I don't see what you doing, big dog. Mm -hmm. I gotta make that adjustment. I gotta move. Mm -hmm. Got you know to, what man. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I want to talk about something very key, very pivotal. And they know when I say pivotal, I'm going to a certain space. Let's get there, man. Come on now, it's a special yes, place, kind of like a the Wizard of Oz or some shit. I don't know. Hmm. So I say this. Hey, look, my man Mike. Yeah, I was looking off with you, man. man I, said, I wanted to be there with hey, you, I'm man. I'm trying to tell you when I talk, it, it takes you to I'm, a certain space. I'm trying so to look. travel there. Let's get it. Let's go, man. I'm trying to travel with you, brother. Big Mike, I say this like this. What's up with brothers out here cheating on good women? Mm. Man. Mike, can we unpack that? We and, can. and not just men doing it, but women doing it as well. Mm -hmm. I'm talking sneaky, deaky, freaky, deaky shit. That's mm -hmm. what I call it. That's what I call cheating. Sneaky, deaky, freaky, mm -hmm. deaky shit. Because we live in the age of social media. Yeah. It's, and we live in the age of technology. Mm -hmm. It is extremely easy to cheat on somebody. So easy. It's very easy to hide some shit. Mm -hmm. They got apps that can hide phone numbers, pictures. Don't ask that, me how I know I, I, you bro, know, But when, but I, they but got no, this stuff. when I found out about those things, uh, I was like, yo. I it, used to be that it's, it's out there. Used to be that she knows this. We're transparent. Yeah. But, you know, I, like I told you, I mm -hmm. wasn't ready to attract what I was three and a half, four years ago because mm -hmm. I was on some fuck nigga shit of yeah. we being transparent. Mm -hmm. I'm on some, yo, I want to be able to have wifey at home comfortable mm -hmm. while still having mm -hmm. a few of them things on the roster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, for yeah. me, that was a mindset. Remember, life is about unlearning. Mm -hmm. My dad taught me that since I was a little boy, dog. Mm -hmm. Have multiple, you can't trust women, they'll always lie to you, so on and so forth. And so for me, I grew up with that mindset and mm -hmm. thinking that all women were like that, but not mm -hmm. knowing what we talked about earlier, I'm attracting what I am. Yes, sir. Right? So mm -hmm. if I'm constantly getting cheated on, it's because that's the energy I'm putting out. Mm -hmm. We call it karma, I call mm -hmm. it life. Yeah. Right? And so for you. me, I'm so sick and tired, tired and sick, if you will, mm -hmm. of hearing and seeing behaviors of men and women cheating on really, really, really good individuals that have given them access to their whole entire world, <laughs> emotional systems, yeah. you know, game plans, families, kids mm -hmm. involved with stuff. And it's like, I, I can't wrap my head around it. I think that you get to a certain maturity level mm -hmm. that's centered around the experience. You know, mm -hmm. we've always been talking about the experiences and the waves, mm -hmm. but I think I've gotten, I know that I've gotten to a space to where it's like, okay, I know what I want to attract, but mm -hmm. most importantly, I know how this thing works now. Mm -hmm. There is no such thing as hiding things from God in the universe, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. There's a spiritual realm that exists 1000%. and there is no hiding from that. There can't. is no faking the funk. There is no putting on a mask. There is no acting like it's not happening. Mm -mm. You absolutely, Absolutely, 1000% will attract what you are. Mm -hmm. So for example, if you're in a relationship with somebody and in your mind, you cheating, doing your thing, they don't know, so you rocking and rolling, rolling and rocking, if you mm -hmm. understand what I'm saying. Doing your thing. And doing your thing, mm -hmm. you know, still having the wild boy, wild girl season and mm -hmm. don't nobody know about it. Yeah. And you, and, and one random day, your girl feelings or your man feelings start to change about something so small mm. and she don't really mm. understand why and she's asking mm. herself like damn why do i feel like this about carl from work or why do i feel like this about <laughs> cindy from work mm. or what i right and, and it's like there's an energy in your relationship that's influencing your decision making and mm -hmm. your feelings i firmly believe that i firmly believe that dog so for me i've learned in the value of self the only people, and I do mean the only people who cheat on others are people that don't stand on the values and principles of self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You have no self-respect mm -hmm. because if you had self-respect, you wouldn't try to hide some shit. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't try to have conversations with motherfuckers on Snapchat because you mm -hmm. know the damn conversations get automatically deleted. Can exactly, we go there? Exactly. Can we go there? Exactly. Because we there's can. people that's going to be tuned into this that's in that season right now yeah. and that's with good people in a relationship and yeah. all this stuff, but they feel like they're getting away with some shit that they're not really getting away with. Talk, touch on that for me, Mike. Well, we're going to get right to it. Um, you said something that was, that was pretty dope in the sense of... Uh, was you, it freaky dicky sneaky dicky? It wasn't. Okay. You know, freaky dicky sneaky dicky <laughs> is something that can be thrown onto the dope palette. It can be thrown onto the dope gotcha. palette and be and be used. Oh, it can gotcha. be used. But back then, when you said that you you said you wanted to uh, when you were recognizing uh, behavior in certain people, you kind of had to put them through the ringer, put them through the test a little yes, bit I to kind of see who they really were. And when it comes to cheating, I always I, I answered this question in the forum before. They's like, "Why do men cheat?" Yeah. And I said, "You know." A man can say that he loves you, but 
just like I said, people can only love you as deeply as they love, they love themselves. themselves. And self-discipline is a part of self-love. It's one of the biggest parts of self-love. Absolutely. And discipline is being able to tell yourself no, to, to forego some instant gratification, to tell yourself, I'm going to make something a bigger, I'm going to make my next decision something that's going to add to my longevity of happiness. Absolutely. So let's... That longevity is your life, you, yes, sir. your life, including your kids, including who it is you, you, you lay down with, your spouse and all of those, those other things. So with that being said, to, I think cheating really comes from a lack of self-discipline and on top of being able to really recognize when somebody's lacking that, you have to be able to kind of put on your, your listening areas and put on your thinking skills a little bit and allow them to show you what's going on yes. allow them to because like you said you they'll naturally they'll feel it absolutely they'll feel it and what you do with that feeling is like i said you have to be open enough and brave enough and courageous enough to expose what it is you're feeling what it is you need to say to them but uh the the, the regularity of it is is uh is bothersome because it becomes so popularized to the, the masses who, like I said, are in that spot, in that space of hurt where they need something or someone or some emotion to follow. Yeah. So they want to follow that feel-good emotion. But not me. Yeah. I, say, I say this. I can't have a woman and cheat on her because for me, that then I feel like I'm dating a dummy. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Wow, I don't want to be with a woman I feel like I can. Why would I respect somebody I could manipulate? Wow. Where does the respect that come from in that? It's what does the respect this. come from in there? There's levels to this. You know, and I, and, I, and I say those men who go after women who they know that they can take advantage with because the spectrum, the spectrum of value is kind of like how we talked about the pretty girl in the beginning. Yep. Think about the little boys who were five and six and seven years old going to daycare mm -hmm. and they were the cutest little boys in daycare and, and there were mothers and other teachers. You're so cute. You're going to be a little lady killer when you grow up. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Mm, how yes, many sir. girlfriends you got? Yes, sir. And yes, they sir. paint the picture for the girls. You're going to be a little princess. Somebody's going to come save you. So you have a world where men are, are their whole values, their value system is, is raised in, 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 in a spectrum where it's about who's giving what to them, who's meeting them where they're at. Mm. And for the women, for, for a lot of the women, they're, they're learning to find that, like I said, that value system in, you know, what is a man doing for me? So Absolutely. now everybody is so worried about who's doing what for them that nobody's doing the self work to, to, to be able to know, okay. To be able, because you really have to put yourself through the ringer. You, if you're that observational with yourself, if you really had to pick pieces and parts of yourself Come apart, on. why would you not do the same thing to the person? Me and Jazz started from a very, very foundational level place in which, you know, I wanted her to know, listen, I've been through some things. I've been out here and I, I do things very slow. I got to know that we're in this. We're in this because I have to trust. I don't want to, I'm not going to, I don't want to hide my phone. I don't want to. I don't want to be in in the car on on on, on, stress, on Apple Play. It's too much stress. And worrying about Tamika just text you and said, Mike, "What's up with this ass tonight?" You know what I'm saying? Mike I don't want to do that. Morning. I don't want to do that, bro. I don't want to live that life. I don't, man. It, one of them pizza places is 24 seven, shit. man. <laughs> one of them 24 hours. <laughs> I just I just say that, bro. Like think about it. you cannot. Yeah, I feel the, the ultimate thing is, bro, it's just a certain level of respect you're going to have for yourself and a certain yeah. level of respect that, you know, you have to have for your partner. And, it, and, and even with even with men, you know, because I realized that women have learned how to use, you know, their body, the, the, their, 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 their body as a weapon. Yes, sir. I've seen women try to use sex as a weapon Likewise. in a sense to where it's like, you know, I'm going to call I'm going to call this dude for some pizza when I need some D. I'm going to call this dude. And then you become a part of that roster. And because the system of the, the fact that we have, a lot of men have shown a very low value and respect for women, it's just reflected and given right back to us. Yeah. And we get mad because we're very, very egotistical. Facts. And it becomes a very, very horrible toxic cycle that, it, that, that makes people accept, well, if this is what dating is, now I've got, I got to play the game. Right. If everybody does it, then I just got to play the game. Yeah. But you got to be the chain breaker. You got to flip the switch on them, man. Absolutely. That's it's nothing wrong with being a little radical about yourself. It's nothing wrong with treating yourself like you're more, like you being a better person is more important than you possibly, you know, getting a little quick quickie right, off for the nighttime, right, right, man. Right, right, right. So, I agree, man. Got to keep it apart. You got two man. brothers right here, man, that are, that have a history, that have a, you know, that have a past, mm -hmm. but we're very intentional in our present, and I think that this conversation is very needed. It's very. Um, 
it's possible for mm-hmm. people out there, man. It breaks my heart, actually, to be honest. I have friends. Well, not really friends. I've been watching that word a lot lately, mm-hmm. too. I have people that I know that I'm close with that I'm very aware that they're cheating on a girl. Mm-hmm. Very aware. I hate it. I hate it. It breaks my heart. Because you got to like, look at them. You got to look at they woman in the face bro, when they bring them like, around. Ah, oh, man, that sucks, It's bro. like, I don't want to tell. Oh, I, man, I'm not gonna, I, I, It's not my place to tell Sis. you, but damn it. Oh, shit. Like and I was literally like my man literally just pulled up with a with a different one last week and I gotta you know it's not my place to be like yo sis hey it it, you know and it's like oh, but why and it's like you know people we also have to talk about something very important people have a very distorted mind centered around sex mm-hmm. I'm gonna say that again one more time people man. have a very distorted mindset centered around sex people you have sex addicts out here mm-hmm. sex addicts don't have a certain look or face. Motherfuckers out here addicted they just to the idea. They, I, I know people literally that will stick their dick in anything, mm. and it's like, yo, dog, you ain't got no morals, my nigga. Like no values. Like, like you just out here sticky, sticky, flicky, flicky with the licky, licky, and it's like that sounds like too many clinicy, clinicy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got, and you, you know going what I'm saying? saying? Uh-huh. Like, like that's yeah. that's a lot that come with that shit, big mm-hmm. dog. And I look at that shit like, damn, nigga, that shit nasty, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you, you out here just sticky, sticky and licky, licky with anybody, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like again, <laughs> be visuals laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious though. It's, it's really real. Niggas it's really is out, real. Women is out here like it's that. It's really real. It's wild, mm-hmm. bro. I ain't got time to be fucking, you know what I'm saying, at the clinic and you know what I'm saying. Then you gotta like, think about what you have what to you do. Doing? You gotta think about what you gotta do to to find yourself in these situations. Think about the yeah. amount of time people waste. I've I've took some drives that I shouldn't have taken yeah. before. I've been there, Mike. You know, been and there. I just look back like, damn. Yeah. But I'm just glad that my urge and I feel like the 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 sex addiction and the high the hypersexuality comes from a generation of people whose whose hierarchy of needs haven't been met. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't have a, a firm sense of uh, se- uh, foundational security with your job, if you don't have a sense of belonging, yeah. if you don't have, you know, a sense of direction with your life, you're not really looking to go anywhere. You're just looking to feel. Yeah. You're just looking to feel something. Yeah. And you'll you'll take it from damn near anybody who'll give it Absolutely. to you because they will be that per- they will be the source that allows you to feel. Some people can't. A lot of men, a lot of women, sometimes can't even feel the emotion of you know, somebody doing a nice gesture for them or Facts. calling the check on them. They, they don't, don't even they see don't the understand value the value in it. Oh, so they, because because they don't see it. They haven't learned they haven't they haven't learned the value of it. So the only way they can feel and feel like somebody sees me, somebody it's feels physically. me is to is to be physical. Yeah. Is to be physical, bro. And I realized when I started to make my change and I had my dips and dabbles with some women who weren't con- even conscious or aware of what they were doing with themselves or their bodies, I had what I would like to call dead sex. In which this shit I, means I had, absolutely no, but the thing is, nothing. I would do it, and you know, when there's passion involved, it's like, man, we can, you know, progress. But for me, I realized, like, bro, came over. What am I doing here? I, I was, I felt so disgusted in a sense, like, bro, why am I that's, here? That's shit, and it was like, and there was no excess attraction. It was like the 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 ejaculation, the nut is gone, my G. Yeah. She, your attraction for her is out of here. And, Why no, are you sitting I mean, in this room? And I mean like this, immediately. It's like, damn, what's your name again? Oh, man. What's your fucking name? And that's, 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 the, that's the place where a lot of people yeah. are at. Yeah. That's a, lot, a lot of people are there, and it's, it, it takes, it takes some, some solitude. It takes some le- leaning into some of, your, uh, some of your uncomfortability to figure out, all right, bro, like, where, where, where's the next point in meaning in my life yeah. coming from? People need to, I think the ultimate thing that I try to get across to people centered around this topic is to look at themselves. Mm. You have to look at yourself. You have to look at yourself. Stop mm. fucking playing. Mm. Stop mm. Stop acting like you looked at yourself. Yeah, I read a book. Mm. Yeah, I got a mentor. Watch a couple YouTube yeah, videos, man. Yeah, I got a YouTube man. video. Shut up. Yeah, man. Like, How you living? Put the work in on yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you cannot be single for at least a year, your ass ain't ready to date. Mm. If you don't, you talk about discipline. Straight up. Do you understand within my three and a half year span of being single, how many times I wanted to just say, fuck it, I'll take her? Mm. Bruh. Like, bruh, <laughs> like I'm dead, I'm being completely transparent to where it's like, mm. thank God my queen came. Cause I don't know who the fuck I would have been with. Bruh. It was like getting, it, it was getting real, real. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, ah, oh, man, and then, ain't and none then, of them And out then here? when you realize you were low, there was a party that may have been low key trying to make it work with somebody who you know oh, wasn't supposed to no work with. No one gonna work. But you like, had to bite I the doing? bullet. You had Ugh. to bite the bullet and just be like, you know what? 
for 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 me and for you, I gotta I gotta I gotta I gotta yeah, you know stop. keep things real. I gotta yeah. keep things real because yeah. I feel like your purpose will push you. Yeah, your purpose will keep pushing you towards what feels right. And I say don't ignore it. For 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 the people out there who feel like I feel like I deserve better. If you feel like you do, you do. You do. You, do. you just gotta become the Listen person who it. does it. You More gotta become the person who acts as though they do. That's right. Like there's. The whole job interview thing, there's so many people who want the job but That's don't right. want to be the person it takes to be good at it, Ooh. to flourish, Ooh. to really be the per like people want they want inadequate security without having the adequate strength. Oh, that's beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanna I pray for the person I pray that I can be the person that can make a meal rather than I just need a million dollars. I wanna sustain it. I need the mind. Yeah. I need the mind that yeah. says I, I need so I can damn give this to somebody else. So it's not about what you can obtain, it's about what you can, can sustain. Give. It's and about give what you, sustain. Right. Yes. You, you have to be able to sustain in order to give. Mm -hmm. You know how many people win the fucking lottery and are broke in two years? Somebody did that in my hometown. It's unbelievable. And it's hometown. like, okay, yeah. you got it, but you didn't have the discipline mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. sustain it. You didn't have the intention to sustain it. Me mm -hmm. and my queen talk all the time. Like, what the fuck is a honeymoon stage? A honeymoon stage is somebody that stops hey, putting forth the fucking effort. We came in the relationship guns blast. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Like, yo, it's like, yeah. yo, I feel no fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. We say it every single day and we're going on almost a year now, a few mm -hmm. months to a year. And it's like, we like, damn, is the honeymoon stage over yet? Because I still feel like I just met you every morning Bro, and I'm so excited what? about this newfound love and this, mm -hmm. these newfound explorations. We mm -hmm. heal together. We work together. We struggle together. We celebrate that's together. We experience new ventures do, together. Man. We challenge each other. Mm -hmm. We listen to each other. Mm -hmm. We don't have it all figured out, but we are two people who are committed to self. Mm -hmm. I tell her the most attractive quality about you is your, 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 um, your discipline. I'm sorry, I say the most attractive aspect about my queen is her ability to be dedicated to mm -hmm. herself. Mm -hmm. I've been telling her that since I met her. I love it. Like you're so dedicated to yourself that it brings out another version of me. Mm -hmm. You don't you don't tolerate mediocrity in any regard in your life, nor should you. Mm -hmm. And so that brings another fucking version out of me mm -hmm. to where it's like, yo, this woman values self mm -hmm. before she values the relationship. Mm -hmm. She understands that I have to be the best version of me mm -hmm. in order for this to be what it, what the, the, the highest version of what it can possibly be. Exactly. Because you want a man that's going to continuously be growing and, mm -hmm. and challenging himself mm -hmm. to reach new heights, so on and so forth. So mm -hmm. I think that's super, super important as well. 1,000%. I think that this, this right here, you know, we got to shout out the sis one more time. Can you just shout the queen out? You oh, know? yes. My, my queen, my queen. My queen, Jazlyn, a.k.a. Brown Rich she in this bitch, this. as she would she like me to drop at the end of that thing. That's my she cheesing. Bro, Big visuals getting her on camera cheesing. I'm telling you, you know, bro, when you talk about no having no honeymoon phase, I get it. I get it. We 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 grew into this love. You know what I'm saying? We, we grew in we, love. We, we grew into there it. There we go. We grew into it in a sense. Like I said, when I first really put my... And, I'm gonna keep it hot. Like I said, I, I, like I saw, I saw her, I saw her, I saw her on the gram, and I was immediately attracted. So I said, you know what? So who this? You, you, but you're not dumb. But you're not dumb. So let's yeah. let's take a seat. Let's sit back. Saw that one mutual friend hit the mutual friend up. Yes, sir. Got the good word. I said, okay. Now instead of going right in, what I did, I said, let me just sit here for a little bit. Yep. And. And I don't know you shit, but I kind of just watched. I sat back and watched how she posted to see if hey, she really was, like to see to one. see if huh? she was who said, she really said she My was. Man crouched under that high grass and said, "Hold on, let me just kind of peep game real quick." I said, "Man, let me see what's going on." Yeah, you, you look got good. To, let bro. me see what's going on. Let me go ahead. I don't, don't want to be fooled. Again. I don't want to jump into We're nothing. Not doing that. Again. I'm doing it intentionally. That's right. I'm not. I'm not moving for no reason, yeah. man. Yeah. So I sat back and watched, and I wanted to see if who she if who she advertised on yeah. her Instagram was who she was. Was how she carried up. herself. Just right. to add up. And over time, I saw that she loved her people. Mm. I saw that that bright light everywhere she went always shined, no mm. matter where she went. I saw how she was with kids. Yeah. You know, I saw the fact that, you know, she was open and she could she could head. express herself. Ah! And I said, you know what, man? I said, I, I can work with those that foundational level right there. Right but there. So when I, when I came and I spoke to her, I, I said, listen, I said, I'm different and I know I am. Yeah. Because I, mm. I, I know what's out there. Yeah. I'm not even trying to build up no mystique. Just let some time go by and you'll see. I said, just watch. Yeah. I said, it's gonna be times when we're 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 building because I know people are used to moving at a certain their speed. Absolutely. But you know, I'm a man who's been, you know, I was married for, for three. I, mean, I was married for two years. I was I was single 
for seven. Within those seven years, man, I didn't realize how much the, 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 the love for the woman always stayed, but I lost a lot of, of, a lot of like uh, simple things that you would think that would be easy. Like yeah. I remember the first few weeks after we started talking, I knew I was really liking her. She went on tour because she knows, you know, she does her thing on tour. She's, she's you know, she's the, the I call her a rhythmic goddess. Come That's on, what that, I call her. On, you know, she's the that. queen she of dance. Little, she's a rhythmic hey, goddess. Look, That's what I call her. She really do. Come on. And I told her she was on tour and I didn't speak to her for a couple of days. And by this time we had been talking and I was really digging it. Yeah. And it had been like a day or two that we hadn't spoke. And I was like, bro. You ain't felt this way about hey, hold nobody. Hold on, nigga, my leg is shaking. Well, Your leg's still over there yeah. shaking, Big Mike. I'm so, not sure if you just caught so it right bro, now. I saw, I had to sit. I had to write. I'm a, I'm a guy. I have to. I, I'm. Listen, if you need help getting your thoughts out, write it on paper. I, I'm a guy who likes to write. So I, I wrote my thoughts out on paper and I kind of wrote her a letter. I'm thinking about Brown. Rich I wrote her a letter and I'm like, I don't. I'm sitting here. I don't know why I miss you. I, I didn't even say that. I said I don't know why I feel the way I do, but I really just. Want to know about your well-being? Are you okay? Yeah. How you feeling? I don't and know she why, said, but I care about she you. She said, oh, you miss me. I said, oh, damn. Oh. <laughs> and in, in that time, I was like, dog, I ain't told a woman I missed her damn. purposely like that in years. Yeah. And yeah. I realized those things were being pulled out of me through that. And gotcha. I realized the more I was able to open up. And then, like I said, we were able to get to those points where, you know, we're kicking it. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, things things arise in which we need to <clears> speak <throat> to each other to really explain how we feel. I came to her about the way I was feeling about something that had happened. And it was nothing big. But it was something just small enough to give me a pinch. And I just wanted to ask. Because people come from different places. People have different uh, methods of communication. Yes, sir. So everybody doesn't communicate the same way. Yeah. But I feel like truth will always help lead you to where you're supposed to Absolutely. go. Absolutely. So I opened up to her and gave her my truth about how I was feeling. And instead of her running away and she being drew, like, you know what? She drew to it. She, she looked me dead in the face and she said, you know, I'm going to stand here with you. And I said, we good. I know it. I knew it. I said, we good. If you can do that, if you can stand with me in the face of that and let's just That's be vulnerable humans in That's front of it. each other, we can do any That's damn it. thing in the world. Absolutely. Bro. Any damn thing in the world. God, it's such a beautiful love story. You know? And then it just took off. So yeah, yeah. So we here now. We need two mics and yeah, this motherfucker be visuals because we, we gotta get now, we gotta get them two on the episode. Hey, and we man. gotta do a couples special edition. You we gotta understand do. what's going on. We are gonna set that up. We I ain't playing do, with you, man. We can I'm do. not playing with you. I'm with he it, man. He said writing it down, and the first thing I thought about in my head was she went to Costa Rica before we even got officially together, and we just talking and so on and so forth. And she goes to Costa Rica with her homegirl, and I say, Yo, um, I know you in Costa Rica for the weekend. Mm -hmm. I just want to kind of just show you that I'm not trying to be all up on you like yeah, that, trying yeah, to see what you're doing. Yeah. So I said, I'm going to talk to you Monday. She said, don't tell me you're going to talk to me Monday unless I ask you to do that. Mm. So I said, well, damn, you, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying mm. to, you know what I'm saying? Hold on. Now. She let I'm you trying know. to give you your space. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to just let you know I'm cool with girl trips. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm at the house yeah, chilling, yeah, drinking I'm my cool. wine. I'm good. I'm doing my thing. I'm great. And, and, and what I was doing the day after that, I wrote a whole ass poem. Mm. And I made it. I, I didn't just send her the poem. I posted, I, I made it on like some app and I <laughs> put it in like cursive writing and I sent her this whole poster poem about mm. her. So I'm, I'm thinking about, yeah, it's absolutely true. Mm -hmm. and, and once we start getting to the point of feeling like, wow, this, hold on, this is different. Mm -hmm. It's not just me missing you. Mm -hmm. It's not just me thinking about you because I can feel that with anybody. Mm -hmm. But something is different. And mm. something is telling me to discover what that is. Mm -hmm. Let's explore that. And it pushed you. Yeah, it pushed me. And it yeah. God. And and here we mm. go. One of the big things, especially men with intention, which is what we are, black men with intention. Yes, sir. Add, we mm -hmm. are beautiful people. Mm -hmm. You have to understand that. But what I'm saying is, one thing about men with intention is we have a sense of direction at every level, mm -hmm. every layer. We wanna we wanna unravel that gift mm -hmm. with patience. Yes. See, we don't want to just better to take it slow, man. We want to take it slow. We want to go here. Okay, mm -hmm. show me that. Okay, show me that. Okay, show me that. Mm -hmm. Every single question from the first time I sat with her and had a conversation with her was intentional, mm -hmm. and she'll attest to that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what drew her to me from day one. Mm -hmm. The first night that we went on our date and we sat in my crib and we was chopping it up after our date. Mm -hmm. Every single question that I asked her was intentional, and none of them was about her looks. Mm -hmm. None of them was about her body. None of them, none of them had a, a manipulative drive behind it. Mm -hmm. Like, and I knew that in asking the questions, mm -hmm. it was like, yo, I just want to see 
does she fit the foundational mold for what mm-hmm. I'm looking for? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> exactly mm-hmm. what you said. Mm-hmm. Let me see if she at least has the like the five yeah. core foundational mm-hmm. things, and then I'll know whether or not I want to at least, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. go to the next level, so on and so forth. So I think this conversation was beautiful. Very. And I can't wait for your ass to come back. Hey, we're going to do it again, man. You know we are. We're going to do it you again. You know we man. are. You got my word. Yes, sir. North Carolina's in the building. They represent we here, man. My brother Jack- Mike. Jacksonville made it to the mic, man. You got to understand, right here on Unselfish Behavior Podcast, the number one podcast in LA. Why? Just because we are we need no explanation yes sir you say with that being said every single episode we like to end off with a special segment that's right we call it a special segment because it is a special segment i love when i break Mm -hmm. this down the way i break it down because can't nobody break it down the way i break it down Mm -hmm. you know you're gonna look at this camera right here which is your camera Mm -hmm. if you didn't know go and adjust that beanie because you're looking fly as ever my good brother mike i think it's a bromance brewing Mm, and that's all right and that's it's all romance right. brewing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a romance brewing. Mm-hmm. So they like it. They like you, it. Come on now. They like my, bro- my good brother going to look right at this camera right here, and you're going to leave the people what we call here an unselfish message. That's right. This mm-hmm. message could be centered around absolutely any topic, anything that you want to leave the people with, any message that Mike just want to just drop on the head top of the people. What is Mike Gray's unselfish message? Mm. My unselfish message uh, to the people out there, man, is to... To, at the end of the day, treat yourself as though you matter, man. Treat yourself as though you matter. Don't, don't, don't wake up in the morning and sit here and say, hey, I have a dream. I can put it on hold to tomorrow. I don't really want to invest myself in it, man. No, man, it matters. What you do now matters. Yeah. Um, you don't have to sit there and say, well, I like just chilling because it feels good. No, man. Treat yourself like it matters. Once you start doing valuable things with your time, then your time will become more valuable to you. And when, it, when you're excited about what you do with your time, you can make moves based off inspiration instead of waiting to the last minute and doing it off desperation. Thank you. That's all I have to say today, man. I appreciate Absolutely. you, man. I love y'all, hey, man. North Carolina, yes, like sir. I said, they represented very well today yes, sir, with man. my main man, Michael you, Gray, man. in Thank the building. You. you know, before we end every single episode off, we always got to shout out the team, my main man, Be Visuals. That's right. Yes. He is the mind. He is the guru behind Unselfish Behavior Podcast. You got to understand it. Don't nobody work these cameras like be visuals. You got to understand there's something Good special man. about them. And always, we got to shout out the queen of the podcast. That's right. She is my queen. She goes by the name of Simone. I'm going to call her Raphael's. I'm just going to give her my, my last name right now. Already, Can I just man. throw it on it's right happening. now? Go ahead. It's, it's happening. Happen. Speak things into it's happening. Existence. We do understand. this. Just move that ring over to the other that finger. finger. <laughs> and we're just going to compromise until it's yes, time. Uh, yes, you know what uh, I'm yes, saying? Uh, but yes. we're going to go and speak that the way we need to. She's looking at me crazy. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we do what we do. We always got to shout out the team. And we got to shout out Be Visuals' is queen, Karen, because she be dealing with a whole lot of our noise while we over here. She behind the <laughs> scenes, but she's damn sure a part of the team because she tolerates all of our craziness. With that being said, that is an absolute wrap for this episode. Your main man, King Q. Your main man, Mike Gray. Yes, sir. North Carolina in the mm-hmm. building. You got to stand up one time. Do that. And we out. Do that. Yo, what's going on? It's your main man, King Q. If you liked that episode, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, like, and leave a comment. And also, if you want to follow the movement, be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Unselfish Behavior Podcast. And as you know, we out.